At Arizona State University, we offer a variety of programs online designed and taught by a renowned faculty to empower your success. That's why 87% of ASU online graduates stated they were promoted or received an increase in salary after earning their degree. Visit asuonline.asu.edu. Moncrief on News Talk. When it first arrived, it was prescription only and perhaps a source of a little embarrassment. 25 years later, you can walk into any chemist and buy Viagra, a sign of our, excuse me, a sign of our changing attitude towards sexual health and erectile dysfunction. Plus, they make it in Ireland. Caroline West is a sex educator and host of the Glow West podcast. Good afternoon, Caroline. Afternoon, Sean. How are you? Is, uh, are we making too big of a deal with this that now that you can buy Viagra over the counter, this is a sign of a huge change? I don't think so. I think it is a really huge change. Like we would not have had this, uh, you know, back in the day, a few 25 years ago when it first came out. And the idea that old people can still have sex and that you can have sex for pleasure, like those are kind of revolutionary ideas. So I think it is a big deal to walk down the street now and see um, adverts for Viagra in in a chemist window. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. and, And given men's traditional reluctance to go for medical help of any sort... But, you know, particularly in the trouser department, it's amazing that it has grown in, uh, in, in the, the demand for it has grown. Absolutely. Like shame and stigma really thrive in silence. And when, when you don't talk about things, you think, oh, maybe I'm the only one or maybe that's it. I just have to give up on sex. That's it. Um, and, you know, so having those open conversations really does help and to make it seem like, Do you know, what, I don't have to quit having sex just because I'm over 50 or just because I have a, a health issue. You know, there's always ways and means around things. So it is great to really see that and to have young men, especially nowadays, you know, who are thinking, God, I have something that, oh, only affects old people. It doesn't. It affects everybody. But I think it's great that they can find that information and maybe feel a bit more comfortable um, reaching out to someone and talking about it. And because sexual wellness is just so important for the rest of our wellness or physical wellness or mental wellness. And sex is not a bad thing. It's okay to go and get a little extra help if we need it. Mm. I suspect, though, that for older men, ED is kind of, you know, comes with the territory with aching knees and all and, 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 you know, everything not working as well. But for younger men, that's quite traumatic, I would have thought. Yeah, there is this pressure on men to be like 24-7 sex machines sometimes and they have to know everything about sex and they have to be good at it and they have to have giant penises. And it's like, that is a lot of pressure to put on one individual. It's not like, like you know, guys get excellent sex education in school or you hit the age of consent and then magically you know about how to have sex. Like, that's just not the case. So it is really great if they do have something wrong that they, they feel like, okay, I can actually go and talk about this and there is support. And it might be a temporary issue, you know, there's things that like all Viagra is, is it helps the blood flow. It's not any mm. kind of magic bullet thing um, that, that impacts any other area. So, you know, it is important to talk to your doctor and see, OK, is this the right thing for you? Or actually talk to your pharmacist now because you can get it without prescription, which is great. So, you know, it's not necessarily, oh, that's just for old people. It's because young people didn't speak up about it before. So we didn't really know what was going on for young people. Yeah, the, the, it's not cheap, though. Um, I was surprised Um, to read this. Four pills are 25 quid. So that's, you know, uh, do the maths on how much a pill that is. And then you factor in, you know, dinner and dancing. Uh, uh, That's pretty expensive. 
It, it is, but I, I will say that women have had to spend quite a lot of money on contraception <laughs> over the years. So, you know, maybe it should all be free, you know, and, and thankfully it is free for a lot of women up to the age of 30 now to get um, contraception. But, you know, people over 30 need contraception as well. So maybe we need to include Viagra in that too. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, there's a difference though between Viagra and Cialis. Is, is that the case in, in, it, uh, in how it works? They're, they're kind of different brand names and stuff. It essentially just improves the blood flow to your penis. So it doesn't change your mood or anything like that, or it doesn't magically make you attracted to your partner or even like change if you want to really kind of have sex. It literally just does the physical side mm, of yeah. things. So we still need to work on, on the emotional side and, you know, understanding what Viagra is. It's not like a party drug or, you know, anything like that. Um, I think we remember back in Sex and the City, Samantha was taking it for a while. So, you know, and that apparently worked for her. Um, but it, it all it all it is is just that blood flow to the to your genitals, essentially. Yeah. And, and as you said, it, well, because a lot of ED, as I understand it, is... It can be psychological. It's not necessarily a physical problem. And so the use of a drug like Viagra is kind of helps you get over the hump. I know this is a pun fest, but you you see what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But actually, quite a lot of sexual issues are really, they are in our head. You know, it's previous trauma, it's shame, it's stigma. It's being unable to reach out and to talk about things or a lack of sex education or just not feeling comfortable in a relationship. So it's all those things. So you can take a Viagra and you might have an erection, but that's not really going to change if you're really like, you know, attracted to your partner or you really want to have sex or you're not having the kind of sex that you really want to have, you know, what actually gets you off on things as well. So, yeah, it's absolutely like most sexual problems come down to communication and understanding what's actually going on in our minds rather than our genitals. So it's almost the easiest part of, of fixing ED. For younger men, is porn a factor in it, though? When, you know, when they find yeah. themselves in a position to have, you know, sex with an actual human being. Yeah, we see this sometimes. It's it's kind of like porn is the easy blame, you know, part of things. And people watch porn, they're like, oh, these guys can go along for hours and hours. And you're not seeing the behind the scenes stuff of them taking Viagra or injecting stuff into their penis to Ooh. make it work. Or all the, the breaks, the smoke breaks, the pizza breaks, all those things. You're seeing like a five minute clip cut down from a few hours of filming. So a bit of porn literacy is good. But so you can compare it to these guys like they're professionals, like that's their job to have sex for hours. That's not like a regular kind of life experience so it's kind of easy to be like well porn is the problem and usually when when you kind of look at like you know phrases like porn addiction what's really going on is something in that person and it's usually like previous trauma or some kind of sexual problem for themselves so if you're thinking like oh i have a porn addiction really what's going on is you know there may be some kind of compulsive sexual behavior or some emotional behavior really that's that's kind of underneath the surface and that's really hard to deal with and, you know, how could, you know, if you've been abused as a child, it's a lot easier to say, oh, porn is the problem rather than deal with that emotional fallout from that, you know. So it's a complicated kind of question. And like sex therapy is there to help people in that situation. Yeah. The, uh, and the, the, there was, I mean, I, this may be going back a few years, but there were, they, you know, there, there was at least speculation uh, with the arrival of, of Viagra that uh, men who have I suppose middle-aged men who may have been sexually dormant for a while would suddenly go, oh my God, it all works again. And then they'd all rush off and have affairs. 
Uh, well, I hope they'd rush off and have sex with their wives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that would be great. But you're looking affair. It, it, that's always an emotional thing. You know, it's uh, if someone wants to cheat, they're going to cheat, you know, regardless yeah. of Viagra or situations or whatever happens to be. Um, I think one of the, the things around Viagra that we didn't talk about as much is like women's desire. So, you know, if you're in a hetero couple and all of a sudden the man is like, yes, you know, my penis is working again. Let's have sex. And the woman's like, oh, I don't really want to. and gone through menopause or all those things. You know, we need to talk about that in conjunction with it. So I think Viagra is kind of, I suppose, one part of the jigsaw puzzle yeah. of sex throughout your lifetime, really. So it's not a magic thing. You're not going to walk into your chemist and all of a sudden have a perfect sex life. You know, there is a lot more to it than that. Yeah. I suppose in a way, though, could you argue that the, the fact that you have to you have to take Viagra, you know, in in advance of, of any uh, of sex taking place, means that you have, the man has to put some thought as to, uh, into whether his partner might feel like it or not. Yeah, definitely. I, I interviewed a couple on this before they were, um, I think, in their 60s. And, you know, he was saying that he might get a vibe from his wife and think, oh, it's on it's on the cards tonight. So I'll take a Viagra and in a few hours I might be kind of ready and let's go. But then if, if she's not in the mood, he's like, oh, that's a pill wasted then. So you have to do a lot of like prep <laughs> At 625, I'll never get back. <laughs> exactly. It's expensive, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. so, I mean, you know, you do have to have a lot of scheduling, but sometimes and, and people say that. That takes the fun out of it but life is busy anyway you know between kids and laundry and work and everything else that like a lot of people do have to kind of make the effort and schedule sex like spontaneous sex does get less frequent the mm. more we age because we're just busy and exhausted half the time um so scheduling a date night maybe that is the thing that brings back the magic into the relationship and rather than perhaps getting a vibe uh maybe just asking or saying Yes, direct communication. Honestly, most relationship issues are all the way down to communication. So if you're saying, hey, you know, I have a pill knocking around. Do you think you might be in the mood later? Or maybe not even asking, like, do the housework, make some dinner and then say, you know, like I've taken this off your plate. Um, Let's see if we can make the night even more romantic or something. So not just pop a pill and go, are you ready tonight? Like, let's go for it. You know, there's a bit more to it than that. The seduction part is still very important. Yeah, don't be leaving the pills on the kitchen table. You know, I hope you can get the hint uh, kind of thing. (laughs) Caroline, thanks a million for talking to us today. That was uh, the sex educator educator and host of the Glow West podcast there, uh, Caroline West. few comments on that. Uh, Somebody says, your guest mentioned that Viagra was now available without prescription. My question is, can a wife or partner buy it over the counter for their partner? Hashtag asking for a friend. I would suspect not uh, because I think, I don't think it's like aspirin. You just go in and say, you know, give us a, a, a Reka Viagra that you have to have some sort of consultation with the chemist. I think maybe they might ask you, do you have any uh, blood pressure issues or, or that kind of stuff? Uh, a Car- uh, Caroline says, this is uh, not Caroline West, another Caroline. I'm so proud. A lifetime ago and in a former career, I worked in pharma sales training and was part of the team that launched Viagra here. In my life, I've never landed into so many toys being left on my desk every morning and toys is in inverted commas as part of the slagging. I now work in HR. Safe to say there are far fewer laughs. Here's to giving your day a lift, uh, says Caroline. And uh, uh, somebody else says the price of Viagra. Try the cost of female sanitary products, contraception and then HRT. Men have it cheap and easy. Easy in comparison. Well, if you do want to, uh, you are thinking of investing in some Viagra, uh, you could enter the cash machine. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.